When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Not part of our Pat and JT, um, our private fan um, group on Facebook. Just the links in the in the description. Just click through. It's uh, yeah. Um, you can get through. It's pretty simple. We post some exclusive stuff in there. It's kind of fun. I want to start off. Some we haven't done at the top of an episode before is to just talk about Centris Federal Credit Union as being our supporters and our sponsors and our partners Um, for the year of 2022. They're in for the whole thing. We are not letting them off the hook. They're going to stay with us all the way through. But really cool is that they put out a newsletter each month, and they have some really good information on there in the latest newsletter. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I sent it over to you. Um, I, just, I didn't read it yet, but I saw it. <laughs> I did see it. That's okay, because mm-hmm. it kind of is one of those things that's really uh, important right now is talking about uh, home equity lines of credit or you know if you're, if you're looking at the difference between a home equity loan and home equity line of credit, because right now all those things are important because interest rates are starting to budge just a little bit, right? Yep. Creep up, creep up. And if you're thinking about doing anything with your home, you need to know the difference between the two to make the best move for you. Um, Ooh, that and, rhymed. Right? Yes, it did. Didn't even, I'm a it poet was, and didn't yeah, know that's it. That's right. Ah, Centrist, put that on the billboard. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but they can help you with everything from finding out what your home is worth, what equity you've got, and then how to use that equity to your best advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we always say, the nice thing about Centrist Federal Credit Unions, you can call them. And you actually get the same person if you want to. Or if you don't like talking to human beings, you can go on their website and just read stuff. You can do that too. Centristfcu.org. You're going to miss some great people. If you're if you like Pat, that, he loves to read. <laughs> right. I just That's all I do. I just, <laughs> I just get home and then I work out for four hours and then read for four hours. Um, or yeah, 402-334-7000 or centristfcu.org. Centrist Federal Credit Union. Yes. So um, we have a guest in the studio with us. Um, and this is going to be a little different episode than what we have usually do. But Jonathan has been on the show before. Jonathan Driscoll, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thank Good you. Good morning. And um, it's been a while since you've been in. Been a while, yes. It actually has. And I, I'm trying to think here, was it maybe a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah. First time in this office and yeah, a and, couple times and I at think Parkville. We, we had some introductions around that time as well. Several introductions. Yes. Two. And, sure. uh, and, and we're going to kind of go through all of that just real quick, just to kind of give a little bit of a background on you and our our history goes back. Our history goes way back, like fifteen uh, years. Yeah, yeah it's a minute. Fifteen years. Um, yeah, it goes way back. I remember the other studio on fiftieth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were doing the Halloween. And we were um, doing the Halloween stories. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of where fun. it all started. If you want, you know, actually, do you want to revisit that just real quickly? Because that's kind of we found you. Because somebody had called in with a story about something. I forgot about that. Uh, Halloween story. Yeah. It was, and it was more yeah. of a one of those. Uh, Holy cow! I completely forgot about that. The woo woo story. Yeah. yeah, local lore. Local and, lore. And you yeah. added a little clarity to a story that a lot of people had come to us with and said, "Have you heard about this?" Right. Yeah. Would you like to tell that story? Yeah, that was. Uh, um, it's all a true story that happened. Yeah. That happened in. Um, oh my gosh. No, I can't remember what happened. 1984. Yeah. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. There's 
There was a car accident on uh, 165th and Blonde uh, when it was only two lanes. And what? One car every two hours. Well, you look at it that. now, it's yeah. in, it's incredible because mm-hmm. it's they've widened everything except for where that bridge is. It was all cornfields. It, and it was. It was yeah. not exactly a good road. Yeah. Right? It was not a good road. Yeah. It, it was, it was, I used to run that in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of dates me, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, yeah, that was back when Omaha was like 20 minutes from Elkhorn. From so. tip to... Yeah, that's <laughs> tip yeah. to tail. R- R- the tutor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zelcorn the tutor. Right, long way. But no, that was uh, yeah. The story was uh, um, now I have to remember it. I, I the story was uh, uh, it started out with a little girl going into her her mom and asking if uh, Ken could use the phone, and she asked who Ken was, and uh, she was well, a little boy he said he needs to call home and uh yeah, the mom kind of asked around and uh there was nobody there actually mm-hmm. and, and uh, that happened a couple of days and it happens around halloween every year and the kids would come in and say this little boy needs to call home um well that is a uh i'll just say, say the story again that was a particular family in elkhorn um you know, back then we didn't have cell phones, so you call home, let the phone ring twice to let your mom and dad know you're okay. Yeah. And I mean, I think everybody had that code. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> let the phone ring twice. Uh, so that was a sign that, you know, you're okay. And um, uh, this family had a, had a, uh, the youngest member of the family decided to go for a drive and the roads were particularly slushy and 165th and Blondo wrecked his car and uh, and that was the end of that but um, the story the the story was is that uh, um, we needed to call home you know you need to call home so um, every August or October 28th at 10 p.m., which is when the accident was, um, the family's phone rings twice. That's crazy. It's, it's nice. Creepy. It's creepy. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of a truncated version of the story, but I can, I can verify the story yeah. uh, easily because that's my family. And that was my brother that was in a car accident in 1984 on 165th and Blondo. Wow. And, uh, How many a, years did the phone ring mm-hmm. on the 28th? Um, still rings today. Really? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Isn't that something? Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was in the, I'd say 2006. Yeah. Well, you for sure can never get rid of your landline then. (laughs) (laughs) Ever, ever, ever. That's incredible. Right? Yeah. But that, and and that was, that was, and I think somebody knew you and heard the story and that's how we met you. Yeah. And then that's just continued on since because we've kind of gotten to know more about what you do and what you did and um yeah. uh, and and your other involvements and then My other involvements. Yes. In Omaha and the world and uh, And yeah. in particular uh you've had involvements in in Europe and in in, Europe. in Ukraine. In Ukraine. Uh absolutely. Um and, and in fact, sitting with us is one of my involvements. In <laughs> so, he's he's kind of quiet right now, but uh, 
Uh, this is my adopted son, Michael. Yes. That is in the room with us. And he's just just going to be quiet and sit over in the corner and kind of look at me like, what, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, where do we want to start on that? Because there's so the many first, places to start. I know, because I want to get to what you're doing now, obviously. Yeah. And I think that um, there's going to be some interest in, in your perspective of what is going on and how people can help. Sure. Which is what a lot of people are trying to figure out because regardless of what the governments are doing, uh, the people are suffering. Well, we don't talk and, politics. Right? But, yeah, but the, yeah, people are suffering. And uh, I'll just kind of start at the beginning. How's you that? go right and ahead. Then, sure. and, then, and, and, and you remember this. Um, in 2015, we started, or we hosted um, uh, some, uh, a, a young girl from, uh, from Ukraine an orphan from Ukraine, hosted her for the summer. When we sent her back, we sent her back with a, uh, with a wardrobe. And it, we came to find out that she had to share the wardrobe. And, and that, you know, that makes sense. I mean, she's a ward of the state. You know, there's nothing that she has is hers. She has to share it. And, and I didn't think that was fair, that you had to share your winter coat. So I called all my friends, or actually I called the orphanage to find out how many kids were at the orphanage, and there was 176 children. So wow. I called all my friends, and I said, guys, we bought 176 winter coats for this orphanage. <clears throat> and they all, uh, they all agreed, and we did it. About two weeks later, I get a message from another orphanage asking if we could mm. help them get coats for Word all of spreads, their children. Word spreads, right? Word spread yeah. really fast. Uh, remember that was in 2015. In 2017, we actually started a nonprofit uh, here in Omaha uh, called uh, One Child Inc. And here we are, 2020, 2022, and uh, we've shipped over 14,000 winter coats wow. and 7,000 pairs of shoes to orphanages and at-risk children and family in Ukraine. Um, that brings us to today mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i mean I've, you, you can't go very far without hearing about ukraine mm-hmm. right now and and, and I mean, you both know that uh i've been talking about this for years well you yeah. said and you, yeah. you mentioned that we started a when you said we started a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, you might talk a little bit about who we is. Who we are. Oh, um, that's a good question. Because that's kind of an interesting that's story an interesting as well. That's an interesting story as well. That would be my wife. Um, my wife is from Ukraine. And um, um, our all of our friends are, are there. All of our family is there. We were married in Ukraine. You know, So I have a very personal attachment to Ukraine. It, it is my second home. Um, you know, when you have... have a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law and nieces and nephews that are right in the middle of Ukraine. Um, mm-hmm. It is home. So mm-hmm. uh, that is our attachment. And then my children, my two children, Michael and Dasha, are adopted from Ukraine. And they've been with us for two years, almost to the day. March March 10th will be, well, our March 10th was their two-year anniversary. Wow. So. It seems like, it seems like much more. Yeah, because you guys have done so much. We I follow. Obviously, we follow you on Facebook and and all the adventures and everything that the the kids have been up to. But it feels like you guys have experienced and made sure the kids have experienced so much. Um, I feel like I live in dog years. (laughs) I know. Every what is it? Every fifty six days is another year. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's incredible. 
but uh, uh, recently what we've done is um, we had a network of people in Ukraine that would help us distribute the coats and shoes. And, and that, is, uh, that is vital to what we were doing with the at-risk children. And they're all trusted people. We've been working with them for, for years. Uh, and then February 24th of this year changed. And so we had to change quickly. Mm-hmm. And that network of people turned in, uh, went from being uh, distributing winter coats to Irish children to helping as many people as we can get to safety. Mm-hmm. Or anybody that can't leave or won't leave, we help them shelter in place by uh, taking supplies and, and uh, making sure that people know they're there. How difficult mm-hmm. is that to physically mm-hmm. get supplies into Ukraine? How difficult it's is it? It's got to be almost it's, impossible. It's, it is almost impossible. It, uh, um, what we do is th- there are some stores that, that do have supplies. Anything that is a port city still has uh, some supplies. Uh, sadly, the prices have just gone through the roof, mm-hmm. uh, and, and people can't afford it. Um, I mean, if you can imagine, you know, we complain about 10% inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine what would happen in Omaha if the prices automatically doubled? Well, that, that's the thing is that, you know, the way people are suffering now and, and feeling the squeeze, I think there was, you know, there was the article that came out the other day in Forbes magazine and said, you know, it's just the people that make under 300000 that are going to feel this. And I'm like, well, you mean everybody. Well, basically everybody. Okay, so, all right. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the, the uh, instructions of things to do. You should eat lentils instead of meat. Uh, and maybe like, put off that surgery for the dog. Like, and, and it's just like, okay, d- just We're stop. not idiots. You don't even, you don't We're, understand. You know, it's but, touch. but people are feeling it at the gas pump and yeah. people are feeling it at, at, at the meat counter. You know, you're, you're definitely seeing it and it's putting the squeeze on. So you can only imagine the squeeze that they're feeling in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Well, you have no means of making money right now. There you go. You know, you, it, it, inflation would be terrifying. Ter- yeah, That's just terrifying. If you've right. got... If you have no income, if all of a sudden inflation is going through the roof and your job is taken away, um, and, and not because of economic reasons, but because of a war, mm-hmm. um, that changes things. And uh, what we've been doing is, uh, in the past, I've never, I've never sent money to Ukraine. We've always sent product to Ukraine. Um, but we changed that this year, and we've been sending money to our, our trusted individuals to make sure that the money gets in the right places. We're filling gas tanks mm-hmm. to make sure uh, the drivers are able to get uh, people out. And, right. and, and we kind of have a little uh, a circle. Um, the drivers will, will take whether one, two, or as many people as they can to uh, Moldova, and they'll drop off. Uh, refugees, they'll turn around, load up with some supplies from um, mm. another organization, and then they go back into Ukraine. And um, like, they'll do that two, three times a day. Are these drivers and like trained in any way? Or are they just your regular? trains working. Um, I'm in touch with Kiev. I get the uh, I get the train schedules and the ones that are not destroyed. Um, mm. I've got bus schedules. Um, I have. I'm working with two other organizations, or rather three other organizations, um, with their cars, we're coordinating who can pick up who. Um, sometimes we do a relay. Somebody will pick, 
pick up someone. That's in, incredible, in though. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you think about being being one of those people that you you take people out of the country, but they don't stay. the The person that drove doesn't stay out of the country because they go back. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Which is extremely brave and selfless. Ex- extremely brave. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, to go back, right? To go back in, and and to date, um, we've saved just over, or I don't want to say saved. I mean, we've helped uh, just over two hundred people um, get out of the country or get to safety. I don't think saved is an yeah. overstatement. I, don't I, I mean, no. you because you never know the situation, what could have happened, and I mean, you did. You've saved two hundred people. Can you imagine the like leaving? You're you're seeing it, and you're seeing it firsthand. Um, people leaving though, but they leave everything behind because yeah. there is no room to take everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You just have they to take what they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and usually it's just a, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, one of the uh, uh, one of the biggest problems right now is that uh, since they've mobilized Ukraine, men between eighteen and sixty are, are not allowed. To, eighteen and sixty are not allowed to leave. I've uh, seen that the country. I mean, they can't. So it's it's the women and the children that are are being. Uh, shuttled out mm-hmm. and and we're seeing um we also sponsor a shelter uh, a women's shelter and that shelter just happens to be one of the last stops um before they get to moldova it's another 50 wow. miles and 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 with a curfew they can stop at the shelter uh spend the night get a rest get cleaned up get some food and then the next morning we'll take them on to moldova mm-hmm. so there's, and there's just, you know, we have so many stories of, of young mothers and, and grandmothers. And um, the last one, I think you saw that one, was, uh, was uh, uh, one of our drivers saw a girl in the field. She was just going west. She had no idea where she was going. And there was a five-minute window where there was just no possibility way that we would have ever seen her or the drivers would have ever seen her and Mm. they went out the field got her tried to explain she needs to get out uh we took her back to the shelter she went into labor um Mm. and instead of going to the shelter they took her to the hospital wow and she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl unbelievable yeah but there's a lot of stories like that a lot of a lot of young pregnant moms you know, with a two-year-old or a four-year-old in tow, mm-hmm. and we're doing what we can to help them get to safety. And, and just uh, you, your your own personal connections, you have government connections. I do. Um, and so that's the if somebody's wondering, well, how did you how how do mm-hmm. how did you even meet these? You know, you okay, fine, you married somebody from there, but that doesn't necessarily mean if I married somebody from Oklahoma that I understand <laughs> Oklahoma politics. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, so, <laughs> but you had other. I do uh, have other, I have government connections in there. In your previous life. Uh, and from a previous life. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's that's <laughs> fine. But just to kind of clarify that for you know, if you're if you're wondering how does he know how to trust somebody? <laughs> well that that and, question comes up a lot. How does a guy from <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska know so much about Ukraine? Yeah. Um yeah, you have a, a history. I so. have a, I have an extensive history uh, with Ukraine. And your wife too. She's very well too. connected. Yeah. Um, and so that that gives you guys unique perspective and also capabilities. Yes. It um, does. And you're taking advantage of that, and which is the real 
which is the real, I guess, miracle. Right. I mean, because a lot of people could have the same information, but they didn't choose to act on it. Or they don't know what to do with it. Or they don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't even say we knew what to do with it. We just were tired. You know, I I couldn't sit on my hands. Um, You know, the fists just start. Well, and especially now, it's like your home is being destroyed. You know, and that's where you, maybe Mm -hmm. not where you were born, but that's where your family was built and born. So that's your house is being attacked and you can't not, any person wouldn't want to, would want to sit on their hands. They have to do something. Exactly. Well, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people like that in the Midwest and in Omaha as well, too, that they just sit back and, or they're, they're not sitting back, but they're very angry. I saw something and, on the yeah. news uh, early uh, last week where there was a Ukrainian church, uh, yeah. I don't know, like downtown or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the women there were making some Ukrainian recipes or whatever and some meals and selling them for, I think, 10 bucks a meal or whatever. Yeah. And the line was out the door Fundraising. for people that are like, I've never had Ukrainian food, but what the heck, let's do it. Let's go oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It there's is, quite a Ukrainian community. There is, there, there is, and and then there's a lot of people that are supporting Ukraine. And we, you know, just down our street, we saw all these Ukrainian flags that have come out, and yeah. and uh, um, it's it's very heartwarming to see what's going on with the community. Do the people of Ukraine know that they have a lot of support around the world? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I just was talking to. Um, one of our one of our people this morning about it, and, and and I and I remind them daily that you know I have an entire city praying for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and if it's not the city, it's the state. We've got you know, one of the things that they're trying to teach the, the some of the kids is where Nebraska is. Wow, so, that's cool. Um, wow. So we're you know I don't know if we're popular, but we're certainly you know on everybody's mind. Right. You know, literally put us on the map. <laughs> they literally yeah. put us on the map. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you know, it, well, they they ask, and and <laughs> even even my son, he would say, "Where's Nebraska?" It's just right in the middle, right? Right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. it's easy. Right in the middle. <laughs> but uh, but uh, and then Dasha, my daughter Dasha, has has raised nearly twenty thousand dollars for Ukraine with her car. What? So, oh, you might tell about that because that's kind the, of a neat story too. Uh, soapbox Derby. Car. Yes. Is, oh, yeah, uh, I saw that. Right? Yeah. It's uh, she designed, it's her design. Um, and she did that 18 months ago. You know, they, uh, I tried to get them into certain, you know, try to try to get the kids into, into different things. And, and Dasha liked the soapbox derby. Um, uh, she's not bad at it either. She's actually, no, she so. does a really good job because <clears throat> I thought it was fascinating is that she'd never had a soapbox derby car until you introduced her to this. Right, yeah, and, and and not only does she did she design it, but she beats people. She beats people. regularly. regularly. <laughs> <laughs> She's good at She's it. She's good at it, and, and and you know I have to admit, I think the girls are better at it than boys are. You know, the boys are looking around, and the girls just are are. I mean, that's with them. most She's, things. She's got in that life. focus. Girls are better. <laughs> girls yeah. concentrate. They are better at most things than boys in life. Yeah. Just in general, they just focus on. <laughs> they just focus <laughs> on. <laughs> it. Concentrate better. But she did the yeah. design uh, on her on her soapbox derby car, and we went out uh, first part of February. We went out at, to uh, um, try to get some sponsors to pay mm. for repairs for this 2000 or 2022 season, and we raced. Um, couple thousand dollars mm-hmm. um just for sponsorship and and then um again february 24th when the war started or or whatever they're calling it i don't know what the government's calling it now right um 
she heard us talking. She heard my wife and I talking and uh, offered the money to mm. Ukraine. She was like, I can get more. <laughs> That's pretty pretty sweet girl. Uh, so smart. Yeah. It's just from there. It, it, and then and then the Omaha Soapbox Derby Association uh, posted it. And fantastic oh people. I mean, that whole group, the, the families in Soapbox Derby are just gems. Um, but it was posted in Ohio, the World Championship of Soapbox mm-hmm. Derby in Ohio, and then Canada. And then we heard from friends in, in uh, California. Um, there's a, a group of Boy Scouts in California that had saw, saw mm-hmm. the, uh, um, the story. And they're putting together packages to send to Ukraine. We're, gonna, we're helping them do that. Um, I got emails from Japan, New Zealand, Australia, oh my God. Sweden. Um, <laughs> wow. How news spreads, right? Yeah, that's how news, how news spreads. And, and they're just one-line responses, you know, uh, well done, good job, you know. There's hope for our future. Yeah, you know, right. Things like that. And, and then just we started to get more checks and, and, <laughs> and money. And a dear friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, handed, handed Dasha a check and said, don't give this to your dad. <laughs> Um, so she has that she has the money for her car and, and she's, is, she's still drawing attention with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how far it's going to go, but I can say every penny that we get for that goes to Ukraine. We yeah. don't pocket any of it. I don't need the money. Uh, I don't have any overhead with one child Inc. Everything that we get goes 100% goes right to helping Ukraine. Mm-hmm. However, we can do that, or helping the people in Ukraine, and that's really the reason. More than anything, we we're like, how you know, because people are wondering what they can do, what mm-hmm. can they do, how can they, and who can they trust? And yeah. and you see the things on the news all the time of oh, don't don't believe everything you see on Facebook. Yeah. Don't just yeah, yeah. And you put out warnings as well, yeah, um, about scams to scams. look out for because oh, yeah. that's the first thing that happens the minute there's Gross. an opportunity. Man, somebody jumps on it. So disgusting, right? So, yeah. um, your organization itself. How do people find it? How do people donate to it? And what what do you need more than mostly? Is it, is it cash? I mean, just kind of go down the list. For well, us. I, yeah, I'll just go down the list. And, and how how we're handling this is like it's like three prong. Um, we're sending cash to to our drivers and and the shelter just to make sure that they have enough money when they can buy things. And I, I wanted to take that worry away from people that, you know, I, I don't want to go rescue somebody because I don't have enough gas in my tank. I take that away, you know, or I'm not going to go buy any food because it's, uh, it's too expensive. I take that away. Uh, load up. We'll pay for it. We'll send you the money, you know, however we can. And, and it's, it's, it's working. You know, I, I'll get a text message from one of our drivers to say, you know, I'm going to be gassing up in about 30 minutes. So and it takes about 30 minutes for me to wire money. Wow. And, and so they'll pull in. And then another driver um, texted me and said, I'm, I, we're having trouble at the pump. We're five deep. Um, the first guy doesn't have any money. Mm. So I told him to walk up and pay for that. And he walked up and he not even paid for that. He paid for the f- four cars. <laughs> Just so that he could get gassed up and get going. Wow! But uh, that's our first 
our, our, our first prong is, is to get money where we can get money. I can't get it everywhere. Uh, sometimes I have to say no, and that breaks my heart. Um, the second prong is, is on the supplies. When we get to Moldova, uh, we basically just load up. Uh, I asked uh, ask one of the um, um, international aid companies that, that's there. They're, they're stuck on the border. They can't go into Ukraine yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, we can buy, we can pay for that. And he said, no, um, you just have your guys pull their call over, we'll load it up. So they're taking that in, and when they get in, they get to places they'll be equally divided up to wherever they're at. Um, Once those international aid organizations are able to go in, they will just move in quickly, and they will provide, you know, uh, aid to the country for a couple weeks, and, and, and that's fantastic. You know, we absolutely need that. Our third prong is that we are um, gathering um, supplies here and and shipping it to Ukraine, which is going to take three to four weeks, maybe five weeks to get there, wow. which basically is perfect timing because it'll fill in right behind the international aid that is mm-hmm. there. You know, our packages are more long-term. We're sending clothes. We're sending diapers. We're sending baby formula. Uh children's clothes up to age 12 um some of the older kids clothes you know Mm -hmm. some adults clothes mostly women's clothes and children's clothes uh shoes coats the stuff we were sending before and uh uh, i have a couple of donors that is that are paying for the shipping Mm -hmm. and we're, so there's there's all kinds yeah. of places people can help because it's oh yeah I mean there's you're an, like the cash yeah. that you're sending over the cash yeah. that it takes to ship things yeah the the supplies mm-hmm. and then when you're talking supplies too I imagine for the people that get out once they get out they need things yeah. so so you've got the people that land in Moldova oh, yeah. then they need that. to restock because they left everything behind yeah um, and then like you said the people who stay you're going to need supplies for they them need supplies for to them, help them on that so. side. So. How do they find you? Are you guys, is it a Facebook page or um, website? Where well, you can go, if uh, from Facebook, you can go to uh, Kids in Ukraine. Uh, we've had that for years. Um, or the website is onechildinc.org. All those links are in the description of the podcast yeah. Yeah, and yeah. on you and on um, our <clears throat> videos too. So just scroll down and click. And yes. uh, you can, if you're not comfortable um, Making a donation online, you can send a check. You know the links have our have our mailing address where you can send money to. Okay. And um, that's awesome. You know we're we're moving forward. I I. Um, this is a big <coughs> step from it's from 2015. It right? is a big step to now. Who knew that uh, actually we're laying the groundwork for something that was going to be so needed? Yeah, right. In 2015. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> As it turns out, you I already gotta, had the framework in place to just kind of step it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. John, thanks so much for coming in. You know, thank you. You you both are family, and uh, we appreciate you so much. So, thank well, you. well, you're welcome to anytime. Too. That's I mean, why I love yeah. following you and 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 the kids. And even if he's looking at me like just completely, like, leave me alone, just lady. Just, just hurry up. Just make her stop. <laughs> looking like a kid <laughs> looks at an adult like, oh my gosh, don't embarrass me. Just leave me alone. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel but they're, anybody, they're I feel, adorable. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Go ahead. 
No, he's actually he's actually kind of happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see that smile on there. He's I see that. He yeah, wants to smile because yeah. he's not in school right now. Oh, nice. See uh, silver lining. There's a silver lining. <laughs> there you are. Well, John, John, thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Bet. You, you got it. And uh, don't forget, just scroll down. All the links that John talked about are in the description. And uh, click through and support and help where you can. Yeah. It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Pat and JT Podcast. Huda Media Production.